0: I mean, I just want to say, I'm. Um, this is not an easy thing that we have to do. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do that. Um Nobody wants to be a part of
1: that. Sorry. Amy Trahan is a biologist from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, and she's talking about a report she wrote that was something like an obituary, but it wasn't for a person. It was for a bird.
0: And just having to write those words was quite difficult.
1: I did cry. This obituary was about the ivory-billed woodpecker, the bird that inspired the cartoon character Woody the Woodpecker. That woodpecker is about to be considered extinct, along with 22 other species. From the newsroom of The Washington Post, this is Post Reports. I'm Martine Powers. It's Thursday, September 30th. Officials are now declaring more species extinct in the U.S. than they have in the last 50 years.
2: Mussels that have gone extinct are the flat pig toe, southern acorn shell, stirrup shell, upland comb shell, green blossom, turgid blossom, yellow blossom, the fish we have, Scioto mad tom,
1: Dino Grandoni is an environmental reporter at The Post. He was on that Zoom call with Amy. And he's been reporting on this alarming extinction rate of all these animals, from the smallest invertebrates
2: to famous birds. And then among the birds, we have the ivory-billed woodpecker, Bachman's warbler, bridled white-eye, large quail thrush, little mariana fruit bat, pa'uli, I think one of the most haunting bird calls I've ever heard is this one from the kwa'i o -O. Beautiful flute-like call. Um, And it's even sadder when you know that uh, the last recording of it in the 80s was of a lone individual, just a single bird, you know, making a mating call to a mate that was no longer there. And, um, yeah, it's hard to sit with.
1: Dino says that before going extinct, all of these animals were protected under the Endangered Species Act in the U.S. For him, this extinction news brought up some big questions, like whether that act came too late.
2: So the Endangered Species Act is about a half century old. And um, in essence, it bans humans from killing species that are too rare in the wild, and it really puts limitations on what we can do with their habitat. Before this week, only 11 species that had been listed as protected under the Endangered Species Act had ever been declared extinct. Now we have 23 additions to that list.
1: Oh, wow. That's a lot.
2: Yeah. But what a lot of scientists that I talked to said was that the Endangered Species Act arrived too late for a lot of these animals. And um, the protections were just not put in place in time to keep them around. Hmm. Habitat loss, climate change, all these things are stresses on species and and are making them go extinct. And obviously we care about these creatures in and of themselves to a degree. Depends on who you talk to, obviously. But um, the loss of species can have enormous consequences on humans too, especially when you think about something like food and how we need bees and other pollinators to sustain crops. And we need thriving fish populations to supply protein to so many different populations. You know, we really depend on these ecosystems. So the loss of, you know, some key species can down the road have a really profound effect on human livelihood.
1: What does it mean for these 23 species to be declared extinct?
2: Well, I think a lot of people are taking it as a symbol of what might come. A lot of people who talk about and worry about us being in the middle of an extinction crisis or a biodiversity crisis that is interlocked with and related to the, the climate crisis that we're often worried about. Yeah, you know, this is 23 species, just 23 species. You, you might be able to dismiss it as just a handful of animals, and plants that are gone, but um, there is worry that this is just kind of a sign of things to come.
1: And then I also want to talk about Woody the woodpecker, um, the ivory-billed woodpecker that is also on this list. Tell me more about that bird.
2: It is supposed to be a big and beautiful bird. It's just stunning black and white plumage and this really handsome red crest. And it has a nickname, uh, the Lord God Bird. And it has that nickname because it was supposed to be so stunning to see that those who found one, lucky enough to find one, um, would just blurt out the Lord's name. Oh, God, look at that bird. The last undisputed sighting of the ivory Bill woodpecker, according to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, was all the way back in 1944. But over the past 80 or so years, that hasn't stopped people, both professional scientists and amateurs, from reporting their own sightings, claiming to have seen it. And uh, here comes this bird through the woods. This is uh, one account from the documentary The Lord God Bird. And it gets to the edge of the tree line, and it
1: turns on edge. I'm
2: sorry. And uh, as it turns on edge, there's those white trailing edges of an ivory bill woodpecker. It's diagnostic. I've looked for that for, for 33 years. Can you imagine looking for something for 33 years and finally seeing it? The Ivory Bill was driven to extinction mainly because it lost its habitat. Loggers came in and cleared a lot of these southern forests. It was also killed by collectors who wanted the carcasses and get top dollar for them. And even hat makers would want the bird's feathers for decorative hats. But there were still sightings and that still sustained hope that the bird could be rescued. Teddy Roosevelt spotted three in uh, 1907 during a bear hunt in Louisiana. Hmm. And then in 1924, a famed Cornell ornithologist, Arthur Allen, took the world's first photograph of the bird. He went down to the South again a decade later and recorded video and audio of the bird. Huh. The ivory bill had this really distinctive um, trumpet-like call, uh a toot-toot. That, um, you know, at one point had been so pervasive in some of these southern states, its range stretched all the way from East Texas to North Carolina. You know, that people said, like, you knew you were in the South when you heard this bird's call. It became almost like a myth or a ghost. People went out in the woods searching for it, hoping to be the one to see it, the one to to save it. Um, so it became a quest for a lot of people. And I am sure that people are still going to be going out in the woods in Arkansas, in Louisiana and other places hoping to hear or see this this thing.
1: So who did you talk to?
2: Oh, I talked to a whole bunch of different biologists at the Fish and Wildlife Service about the Ivory Bill, and about how they came to this decision to delist it from the endangered species list due to extinction. You know, the decision is not final yet. The public has uh, the opportunity over the next two months to weigh in. So I made a joke that... Um, you know, Hopefully someone out there would see one in their backyards and uh, take a nice high-definition photograph and, or video and send it in during that public comment period. And um, you know, the researcher I talked to, um, Amy, you know, she opened up about the process of uh, writing that report, determining that the bird no longer existed. And uh, you know, she told me how hard it was to write that. So I guess just tell me a little bit about the, the bird itself and what we know about it.
0: It was beautiful. Sorry. Uh,
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, she was choking up and I, I choked up a little bit too. Um, this is a bird that so many people looked for. And even as recently as like the mid-2000s, there was real hope that this bird existed. There had been a sighting by a kayaker and then a few subsequent sightings after that.
0: Just that um, sighting spurred off a ton of other... Um, survey efforts in the historical range and there's been no conclusive evidence that um, it still exists. You know and that can make you feel you know a little depressed and wonder or question why you still do this job but then um, you know we I get an email or I see a video of something great that happened for a species and it reminds me of why why we do this and then there's been so many conservation efforts um, you know for the species i mean we've had so much land acquisition um, and reforestation occur yes we may have lost the species but you know we've gained some benefit for other species because of what we were able to do for this you know this woodpecker
1: after the break, Dino explains what can be done to save endangered species. We'll be right back.
2: I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious.
1: Each week we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love: books, movies, television, music, art,
2: and I always want to talk about celebrity gossip too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts.
1: And are there solutions to stop this rapid extinction from happening?
2: Well, um, from the federal government, uh, from the Biden administration, the main thing that they've put forward is this plan to try to preserve and cordon off nearly a third of all land and water in the United States and protect it for a variety of reasons, including for preserving habitat. And it's a really ambitious goal. There are other scientists who, who want to go even further than that and try to protect half of all land and water on Earth for other, other creatures and uh, say that's necessary for sustaining the ecosystems that we depend on. A lot of conservative critics um, point out that it's really costly to landowners to comply and protect species. And they note that the law is not very effective, in their opinion, at recovering species.
1: I wonder if there are people who are still holding out hope that there might be a few secret, hidden uh, ones of these animals that are still around.
2: My inbox today, after publishing the story online, is full of photos um, from amateur photographers in their backyards <laughs> in their neighborhoods of woodpeckers asking me if uh <laughs> if this is the bird that people are saying has gone extinct. They and, did it. Um, they
1: found it. <laughs> Call it off.
2: <laughs> oh man. It it would it would be fantastic if someone sent in a photo of this of this bird um and I'm sure the scientists who study these these animals and you know, even came to these conclusions about its extinction, you know, they would be thrilled to get such a photo. Um, you know, unfortunately, the uh, ivory bill pecker can look a lot like a related species um, and is often mistaken for it.
1: You know, I do, I, I find that really heartening this idea of people running around in their backyards trying to look for this extinct woodpecker and uh, taking lots of pictures of woodpeckers or that are not the extinct one but it's I, I wonder if that's maybe a a small silver lining to this the the fact that something like this announcement is increasing awareness or making people more interested about making sure that they are noticing the birds that are still there and, and hopefully protecting them
2: yeah I think. You know, I think this might spur some interest in people going out and, and understanding the birds and other animals that are still with us.
1: Dino Grandoni Reports on the Environment for the Post. That's it for Post Reports. Thanks for listening. Today's show was produced by Bishop Sand and Jordan Murray Smith. It was mixed by Lena Mohammed. You also heard audio from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, along with audio from the Cornell Lab of Ornithology and researchers Arthur A. Allen, Peter Paul Kellogg, and Vanessa Powell. You also heard audio from the film The Lord God Bird by George Butler. Every day, millions of people come to The Post for Pulitzer Prize-winning reporting, exclusive investigations, and so much more. And every day, readers around the world make the decision to subscribe. The kind of reporting that we do would not be possible without our subscribers. If that's you, thank you so much. And if not, I hope you'll consider a subscription. Right now, you can try The Post for just a dollar a week, which gets you unlimited access to everything we publish. Learn more at WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe. I'm Martine Powers. We'll be back tomorrow with more stories from The Washington Post.